Thank you for tuning in to The Truth with Trinity. So without further ado, I'd like to jump into part two of the episode, which is named How Mandingo and Jezebel Has Evolved into What Blacks Are Seen as Today. I wanted to start off by saying that black women were already vilified and are still vilified by our ability to conceive easily generally speaking, with a quick post-labor recovery rate. So we're able to have children, conceive pretty quickly, and able to recover from having a child, you know, uh, more, more so. And the potency of the black male's ability to be able to impregnate, okay? So the, and the potency of his seeds, okay? So we're heavily vilified for that. Now, I want to talk about the term Mandingo, and how it was replaced in the late 1970s with the character, The Mac. Okay, so this is a movie about a pimp. And in, tw- in the 21st century, how The Mac has now been uh, replaced with the term baby daddy. Okay, now we can talk about Mandingo, how it refers to the tribes, or one of the tribes in West Africa, but it also refers to a sexually strong black male with above average genitalia, okay? I also wanted to talk about how even, you know, when you look at the rap videos and you look, you know, primarily when, you know, when you're talking about those type of videos, how you see there's always a group of women around one or two black men. So there's one or two or three black men and there's like 30, 40 black women or women around them. And this is a a, a psychological message, okay, that black men are the mandingos to have sex with all these women, okay? And when you look at other races of men, okay, you, you hardly see them in this mandingo role. You know, you might see, you know... Oh, uh, another race of man with one or two women every now and then, but he's seen it as what it is. It's a pimp. You know, he's a player. But but with the black man, it's seen that this is natural. And this is in 85 to 90% of the rap videos and, and uh, in TV, uh, a lot of TV sitcoms, it's always a group. So this is natural for him to do. It's not him being a pimp anymore. It's just what a black man does, okay? Um... Mandingo would service the black female slaves to keep them pregnant. Okay, so this is the role and job of the Mandingo. He would service the black female and and keep her pregnant. And and multiple, multiple black women. And service the female and at times the white male slave master sexually. So the white female and the white male slave holders. Okay, so he was to perform sexually for them too. He was often measured and examined like an animal. His height, his body structure, his genitalia, you know, uh, compare and contrast, you know, all sorts of things. Then the Mac then replaced the Mandingo term, okay? This, so the Mac is a guy who lives an expensive lifestyle off of drug dealing and abusing black women to use their bodies to... Uh, make sure he has more money, okay? So, The Mac is a movie that uh, not all black men, but a lot of black men can relate to or, you know, they say they can relate or think it's a great movie. And this is about a black man, a group of black men, 
you know, along with wearing fishbowl shoes, which were pretty cool, but, and the cane part, but I mean, this is them selling drugs and this is them, you know, being promoted at, at, at abusing black women and for the black woman to have sex with all these men to bring them back money and revenue. Okay. Um, and, um, to continue to go um, on. Okay. Uh, the Mac is often praised and awarded through pimp ceremonies. Okay. So they had little ceremonies and now the Mac has been fully replaced with rappers who sing lyrics that discuss how much black women have no value. Okay, so they, they're rapping about black women have zero value to them, how they're easily replaced. And like I said, you know, in all these, you know, um, videos, you'll see them around so many, you know, women, like they're expendable when it's only two men, three men, and there's like a hundred women in this video, 50 women, 30 women, 25 women. So they're sending the message and the sexual degradation of their own women. And how murdering, drug dealing, and jail time mean more than raising his own family. Okay, so this is what's being taught, okay? The baby daddy role is the guy who, just like the Mandingo, keeps the black women pregnant without any attachment other than sex. And how is this done? Okay, so now it's become the norm for black men to call their own women bitter when they're upset about being left a single mother, when they're being left at raising the children alone. So this is the black man having no attachment other than sex. So he doesn't care about her feelings. He doesn't have any feelings toward the mother, any type of feelings of being a wife or a family with this woman, other than you have a child by me and that's it. And that's that Mandingo slave mentality um, that lingers within the black community that we need to rectify on both sides of the fence with black men and black women. It is often said that through the lack of intelligence that it is impossible for black men and women to cultivate unbroken families. So we know how to do broken families, but other people on the outside, okay, other people are saying that, that our lack of intelligence is what makes it impossible for us to have families, okay, for us to be married, okay, for us to raise children that are not in broken homes. This is what people on the outside are saying about us, okay? Now I want to take a look at the Jezebel, Okay, so Jezebel is a term that is found in biblical literature, like Bibles and things of that nature that depict a woman as immoral, sexually loose, or a concubine. Okay, and when you look at the slave in Jim Crow's era for the term Jezebel, this is a description for black women and girls. Okay, slave owners dehumanize black women to that of being masculine or an animal so that they could work them like a man. Okay, so hey, she's masculine. Okay, so we're just gonna treat her like a man. Uh, the black woman was examined, prodded on, measured, and tortured and mutilated. Okay, uh, the black woman's breast, uterus, vaginal area, and often set it out on display for others to see. So on a stage, you know, on a on a, um, a plank, a platform, a arena, our uh, body parts, okay? And 
I, I encourage and I, I question a black woman, you know, back then we were placed and prodded and mutilated and exposed like we were we were female animals. But what are we doing to ourselves as black women that we're exposing ourselves, our own breasts, our own bodies? Are we mutilating our own bodies now? But let me continue. The black woman was seen as a large source of financial revenue for slaveholders. She could be bred by both white slaveholders and black slaves to profit, producing more slaves. So the white men were having babies, you know, for production, mulatto babies. And then you had the black men also was, you know, taught to breed up, uh, you know, the, uh, the female slaves. And, you know, when we look at now, you know, how we're so highly encouraged to to be on child support that we don't need a man in the house and, and we need to look as black men and black women and black women on this part I'm talking to you how we're so encouraged to put our men on child support and how and who's getting rich off of that so we're getting the pennies okay as black women while we're still making certain other people rich okay off of our children that we're producing without marriages, without commitment. And we can say all day, oh, we don't need this and we don't need a man and we don't, out of the hurt and pain, okay? But this is what's going on out of our hurt and pain. People are getting rich off of it. Let me continue. Her emotional state or safety was considered non-existent. Her only job was to clean, cook, and perform sexually for any man at any time, any man, white or black, at any time, whether she wanted to or not. Okay, so this is not for the black woman to ever think of herself as a woman, a lady, to be married, okay, to be sought after, okay, to 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 have an actual family and not just babies, okay, and she was often whipped and killed for ever even thinking or acting in a way that resembled anything of what a white woman would act like. Oh, she's going to be married. She's expecting marriage. If a black woman back then was to say she was expecting marriage, marriage, she could be killed. Like, how dare you try to act like you're civilized? Like you're a white woman, basically. And look at us as black women today in 2021. Do we still have some of these same mindsets and we don't even know it? But now in 2021, instead of the white slaveholders mutilating and exploiting our bodies as black women, do we as black women exploit our own breast and genitalia? Are we out on stage? Are we on uh, social media? Are we exploiting ourselves? And we don't even know it. And then we cry that no one has respect for us. Yeah, sure. We have a lot of white people who will never see us as nothing more than a, a, a man's midnight conquest. So as a black woman, you have a lot of, you know, white people who only see black women as, as one thing, okay? But what do you see yourself as a black woman? So it doesn't matter about what they say, okay? When the black woman learns how to rise and get herself together, they will be made a liar and that they're crazy and, and, and they'll be nothing more than the figments of their own imagination and delusions. But right now, are they correct? Okay, when they say that we're nothing but just to be having sex and used at midnight what do we feel about ourselves are we just booty calls as black women do you see yourself as more than that do you believe that you are more than just a baby maker that you deserve love respect and security not just sex but security a man to stand up for you okay and furthermore okay this goes to black men and the black woman 
We can't change how others may see us, okay? And we need to stop paying attention to how others see us because white supremacy can only exist off the backs and the mindset and mentality that black people view themselves. Once black people learn how to view themselves outside of the confines of what other people and stigmas and stereotypes that, that, that others have put on us, then that will destroy that will destroy white supremacy because it only thrives off of the image of how black people view themselves. But, so we can't change how other people see us, but we can change how we see ourselves as a people. It's been a pleasure talking with you all. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can with the truth with Trinity.com. Um, you can also listen to my podcast on YouTube, Spotify and anchor. And always remember, if you can't tell the truth with anyone else, you can with Trinity. Till next time. Take care.